You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Sunday, February the 26th, 2023. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. We open with initial reports of a suspected shooting attack on an Israeli car in Samaria, traveling on Road 60 near Hawara. Two were very seriously injured. They were being treated at the site. In Aqaba, Jordan, a security summit is underway, initiated by the United States, Jordan, and Egypt in a bid to prevent an Israeli-Palestinian escalation during the Muslim holy month of Ramadan and against the backdrop of the most recent clashes during an IDF anti-terror raid in Nablus. The Israeli delegation to the talks is led by National Security Advisor Tzachia Negbi and includes, among others, the head of the Shin Bet Israeli Security Agency, Ronen Bar. A Khan reporter says that as part of efforts to calm the situation, the IDF intends to scale down to a minimum activity in Judea and Samaria and only operate in cases of concrete warnings of an imminent terror threat. In addition, Palestinian Authority security personnel are to be given space to independently carry out arrests, as was the case in the past. The Shin Bet has recommended to the Justice Ministry and the IDF Homefront Command that it unseal the home of Hossein Karake, aged 31, from Isawiya, who rammed a car into a bus stop in Jerusalem's remote neighborhood two weeks ago, murdering three Israelis, including two young brothers. A Khan reporter says that according to the Shin Bet, Karake was mentally unfit and had been released shortly beforehand from a psychiatric facility. The investigation also found that the family did not know he was planning to carry out an attack. The Judiciary Overhaul, the chair of the Knesset Constitution and Law Committee, Simcha Rotman, has softened to some degree his proposal regarding the majority needed for Supreme Court justices to strike down a regular law instead of the unanimous ruling of all 15 members of the bench, which he initially proposed. He has suggested a 12 or 13 justice majority in line with the proposal of the justice minister. The court will have no judicial review over basic laws. The committee is slated to vote on the override component of the government's judicial reform on Wednesday. The Ministerial Law Committee is expected today to discuss the so-called incapacitation law, which would limit the circumstances to declaring a prime minister unfit to serve in the position to only if they are physically or mentally unable to fill the role. Such a decision could only be made by the prime minister or a 75 percent of the cabinet members If the prime minister objects, a majority of 95 of the 120 Knesset members could approve it. The attorney general, in a position paper written by her deputy, objected to the bill on the grounds that it could create a legal black hole in which a prime minister who is unable to serve cannot be removed out of political considerations. The bill comes against the backdrop of a petition filed with the High Court of Justice by the Movement for Quality Government demanding that Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu be declared unfit to serve on the grounds that the changes to the judiciary being advanced by the coalition while Netanyahu is on trial for corruption put the prime minister in violation of his conflict of interest agreement. For an eighth straight Saturday, protests against the government's judiciary overhaul took place around the country last night 
At the central demonstration in Tel Aviv, former Prime Minister Ehud Barak called for a non-violent civilian disobedience and said only when the legislation is canceled will it be possible to consider dialogue with the coalition. Also speaking at the rally was Rabbi Rick Jacobs, president of the Union for Reform Judaism, who said that North American Jews were very concerned about the judicial overhaul that will change Israel's democracy beyond recognition. At the end of the protest, several hundred protesters broke through police barricades and marched onto the Ayalon Freeway, blocking it. Some lit a bonfire and one protester sprayed on the highway, Bibi is a traitor. Police said two police officers were bitten by protesters. They received medical treatment. 21 demonstrators were detained. Heads of local authorities are continuing their protests against the budget allocations for sanitation and education. And this morning, dozens of trucks blocked Kaplan Street in Jerusalem and around the Knesset. The chair of the Union of Local Authorities, Chaim Bibas, a member of the Likud, said that the state budget is bad for local authorities and bad for residents. The cabinet on Friday approved the finance minister's proposal for the state budget and economic plan for 2023-2024 after a marathon meeting that began on Thursday morning. And gasoline prices are slated to go down on Tuesday at midnight by 3 agorot. The weather outlook, warmer mostly in the hills and inland. Tomorrow much warmer, becoming hot for the time of year. Strong easterly winds in the northern hills and in the morning hours. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem and Tel Aviv, 19, Haifa, 16, Beersheba, 22, and in Eilat, going up to 25 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, and the Khan English Facebook page.